good people. Welcome to another episode of the Strategically Reckless Podcast. I am your host, Jay Brown, a.k.a. Mr. 17. We are back up in this thing once again. That's what I'm talking about. Oh man, make sure we. I've been popping over here. I'm talking about. I'm talking about. Hey, I got one of them shows planned for y'all today. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, one of them shows that I ain't gonna get in trouble. But, but, you know, I you gotta. Hang on, I might. I ain't gonna have to answer no questions about that. I'm good. I'm good. Go ahead and get this uh get this Instagram going. Kablamo! Oh my gosh. Yeah. Here we go, here we go. I'm here for it now. We're ready to rock and roll. But look, man, it's been this this is my first. I, I've been I pre-recorded. I pre-recorded on the last two episodes, but I needed to go, I needed to be all the way live today. What up, bro? How you living in the streets? Now we swift, Marilyn. I mean, I don't even know how to say that, but what up, though? Thank you for tuning in. Monet, what's happening? Yeah, y'all get that, y'all get that live live today. Yeah, yeah. So look, on today's show, we gonna talk about baby sprinkles. We're going to talk about dad gift. We're going to talk about cheering kids up as well as... And we're going to get to Aisha Curry. What up, E? And we're going to talk about... We're going to talk about me and old ladies, y'all. Listen, I ain't got no... I don't have no good sense, but... Y'all, y'all bear with me today. Bear with me today. So look, I want to start off by wishing everybody a happy Juneteenth. Even those people that got a chance to, uh, even those people that have still had to go to work today. I know y'all jobs are slay low key races, but you know it kind of is what it is. Hey, I appreciate that. E, appreciate that. Happy Father's Day. Shout out to that. But look, I'm gonna jump right in because I'm not gonna hold y'all too late because it might be popping off fireworks where y'all at. And I want y'all to be able to get to. It. All right, all right. But look. First of all, I'm gonna say shout out to all those Miami Heat championship shirts that just touched down over in South America somewhere or in Africa. Ain't got no you ain't no need for no 2023 Miami Heat championship shirts. Go ahead and throw those, send those straight to Africa. They 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 will be good. They'll be they'll have another one to wear right along with the ones. What up, pops? Right along with the ones from 2020 that was in the boat. You know what I'm saying? But, listen, I told y'all. I told y'all since last week. The boy, the boy was at camp, right? He was at camp for the whole week. Gone. Gone. Like, I was a we. It went too fast, though. Not that we didn't want him to come back. But it went way too fast. Like, when I tell you, those four days that he was gone felt like two. Like, I'm legit, too. Like, by the time it was time for him to come back, like, Thursday, Thursday evening got here so fast. I was like, wait a minute. Somebody, somebody messed up the clock. Somebody done skipped some days. Because I still feel like we should have another day or so left. Because we still had the girls. 
So it wasn't like a, a break break, just kind of a little break, minor break. But here's the problem. I had a break from the shenanigans. I had a break from those weird questions. I had a break from... I had a break from those off-the-wall answers that we get from time to time. And that's... It's all fine and dandy, right? But... It wasn't like he didn't... He had those saved up. He saved them for when he came back. Which is cool, but... You know, before they left... I'm going to tell y'all about this last week. There was a lady that brought some joy to my heart. And it just came from a parenting standpoint in which... The... We don't see people parent everybody. Like the adults... The adults now, they don't parent everybody. They just, hey, this is what y'all should be doing. Like, see, they might talk to their kids, but they don't talk to any kid that, that might be out here messing up, right? And so, but you know, these new kids, they'll tell you, shut your ass up. You ain't my daddy, you ain't my mama. Like, they, they feel like they talk like that a little bit, right? And so, but she hit them. She hit these kids with some old school community parenting. Like she was probably in her late sixties, maybe early seventies. She's young, a, a younger looking older black lady, but she wasn't playing. She wasn't look. Them little kids thought they could just run around and do whatever. She hit this one boy with the stiff arm. She stiff armed somebody else's kid. I mean, they all. Technically, somebody else's kid, right? But yeah, she hit with the step on. Was like, stop running, stop running. And the funny thing about that is, like, so I had a boy, and I had his sister. His sister was sitting by me, and his sister looked over at me and says, "Mr. Jason, she's mean." I'm like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. First of all. Where did you learn how to whisper? On the tarmac? In the helicopter? Because your whisper game is a trash. Your whisper game is trash. Like, I don't want you to say it again because if you say it again, she's definitely gonna hear you. And if she checks you about her being mean, that's between you and her. I ain't got nothing to do with that. I'm just bringing you here. I, she mean, she mean for a reason, but I don't think she, uh, like, she's, I don't think she's been in this scenario. Like, 80s babies. 80s babies. Once you, you didn't do reckless stuff in front of other adults. What up, X Double Fit? You didn't do reckless stuff in front of other adults. Like, you knew, because they, they, they go, either going to tell on you. And your, your parents, my parents, your parents was like my parents. They was like, why would this adult lie on you? Why would this adult lie on you? You did it. Like, and she was on there like, yo, didn't nobody say nothing about her stiff arm and that little boy fussing at them little other kids that she had? She was represented. And I was I was here for it. I was like, yeah, y'all, y'all ain't gonna be out here running. Running. And 
in this in the inside like running indoors was not something that we were allowed to do as a kid and i can't just see myself allowing the, the kids that i brought to be out here running around like they lost they like they lost their mind african chop drop chalk drop what up though but here's the funny thing here's the funny thing about her whole situation this mean old lady was watching they put they had toy story 3 up on a projector now i had never seen toy story 3 never had a real reason to watch it unless i was being held hostage by having to wait while we was getting these kids ready to go on this uh go on this uh go to this camp and this lady was watching toy story 3 as if it was john wick 4 she was reacting to everything <gasps> Like she was really into the movie, but what she did not, I repeat, she did not give up that parenting duty. She was still watching them kids and you was not gonna run. It didn't matter what part of Toy Story 3 was going on. She was gonna stop them. She was gonna check them kids. She was gonna check them kids and I know she meant well. Because you ain't no running in church. Ain't no jumping around. Like she she had a big attitude about everything that she didn't like. Sandy X was good. You like you, I love all the Toy Story. Really? Yeah, all, that Toy Story 3 was a brand new movie to me. I'd never seen any of them. Now I know it's I know I know Woody. I've seen Buzz. They're the only two characters in that whole movie that I could recognize. Like if it was like, hey, who is this? Woody. I know that. Anybody else? No idea. Zero idea. Like how they keep coming up. How they keep coming up with one, like two, three, and four. Like they gonna keep making toy movies, okay? Alright. But so we pick them up. I say we but me. I pick them up on Friday. Post camp is always interesting to me because these kids be coming up out of there crying like hell. I'm talking about they be crying in a different kind of way. Like that that level of crying. Ugly cry. Slob cry. I can't breathe cry. Now, at first, like this is not my first rodeo. We've taken some kid, we, you know, let a kid go before, and when he came back, the first time that that happened, the first time it happened, I felt some kind of way about it because I, I, I almost took it personally. Because when it was number one, when he went, he came back. I did not want to come back. You didn't want to come back. Hold up. Oh man, what you mean? You ain't want to come back. You ain't want to come back to all this dopeness? Wait a minute. You know what? Take, take your ass back up in there then. Take, go back in there then. You know these people got to go home. They got to go to work. What you, what you thought? And dude was crying so bad that I, it was a part of me that wanted to go back. I, wanted, I was going to go back to the camera and be like, yo, what are y'all doing with these kids or to these kids that's making them so, like, so emotional when they leave? Whatever, honey. 
they so emotional when they leave. They send them. I'm not here for all of that. So when I get there on Friday, I'm, I'm watching kids come out crying, bawling, crying. Tell them who I'm there to come get. They're all looking at me, trying to see if I'm a cry. Like these other parents are crying with their kid. Uh-uh. No, not me. I'm not, I'm not crying. I'm not, I wasn't, I wasn't sad. Like I'm not sad in that way. Like, hey, I'm glad to see you, buddy. And I'm glad you had a good time. And he came out ugly crying. I don't want to come back home. All right. That's fine. That's fine. That is A-OK, but you got to come home. They put you out. They tired of y'all. There's a lot of them kids that was messed up. And so I talk a lot of trash about the boy, right? But the boy has a really, while he has his quirks, he does have a good heart. And while he might be annoying, he has a really, he has a good heart. There's a good side to him, right? And so he was telling this story. He was trying to, he was telling this story while I was driving him and his sister back. And they were trying to show me pictures from the back seat, with, in which I have no idea why kids always want to show me stuff and hand me permission slips and want me to look at pictures and stuff while I'm driving as if I can look in the back seat and see out the front window at the same time. Hey guys, what's more important? Me looking at these pictures or me looking at this road? Because I'm not stopping. <laughs> I'm not going to pull over to look at your pictures. I'm sorry. Y'all cool. But he was telling the story about another kid that was crying, and he said, Mr. Jason, I, I really felt bad that this kid was crying. So I gave him my I gave him my gift card. I gave him my gift card to this. Now, because they're not a sponsor for the show, I'm not gonna say the name of it, but the Christian Chicken Place. They all got gift cards to the Christian Chicken Place that's closed on Sundays. no idea why I hear his voice right now and he should be he should have been asleep unless that's my wife's TV but anyway I was like yo that is so nice of you to help try to cheer this boy up with some chicken that is very sweet of you sir that is good. That is real nice that you wanted to cheer him up with some chicken. I got problems. I got problems because I I was I was I wasn't being nice about it, and I should have been. I should have been. But I also I was also happy about that. He was like, "Hey, I'm willing to give you." my my gift card for this Christian chicken give you my gift card in order to cheer you up so I asked the question Tyrone what what cheers you up whether it's food music 
jokes. What what cheers you up? What do you do when you're in a bad space and you like, you know what? I'm in a bad, I'm in a messed up mood, and I need to, I need to feel better right now. What do you do? Is it ice cream? Is it is it your music? What do you, what's your go-to in order to make you feel better? Because I mean, everybody needs everybody needs something. And for a lot of people, maybe Christian chicken is not the not the thing that's gonna do it. For some people. Maybe it's the fries from the chicken. I mean, from the Christian chicken spot. You just, you, you never know. But you made me think about that. And so, there are times where I just need to hug my wife. There are times where I need to call my brother or my dad. And, you know, just kind of vent to them. When it comes to things, there's not necessarily food that can change my mood. Like, if I'm in a jacked up mood and... You know, my I'm a cancer. Birthday is July 10th. So go ahead and keep that in mind. It's about three weeks, two weeks, three weeks from now. But you know, it's, it's just one of those things in which uh, it's not necessarily food. Like food don't do it for me. But there, the Erica Badu live album usually brightens my mood. I feel better after hearing that. I don't know why. I don't know why. But back to this camp though, real quick before I before I get off of that. The camp is real is it has to be a really good camp. Like they, uh, every kid usually has a lot of fun. But here's the problem with that camp. They don't give a shit about guys. Taurus, what up, boy? They don't give a damn about dads. Not, not one bit. And so when we go to check in the kids, they give the parents little gifts. And the moms got some kind of gift gift box. Like it was a it was a product. Like a gift sale. Like, you know, you can get I don't I don't know what was all in it, but it was a whole gift set. Came in a nicely wrapped box. It looked kind of like the gift set that they got last year. It might have been some lotion or some face creams and stuff like that. Like it was, but it was a legit gift set that somebody bought. They had the same thing from last year. I think so. And the dads, they got a sandwich bag with some candy from Halloween last year. You know that candy old. That candy was old. That candy was light skin. I, I, you know, when I was, I was mildly disappointed, but I was like, y'all, I'm about to eat some of this candy right quick. I opened the Twix. The Twix was light skin. It wasn't that milk chocolate color. Light skin. Y'all had a nerve, not only not to give us a real gift box, but now you out here giving us old candy. You trying to get take us out the game? Let's see what y'all doing. That's just a preview for what what Father's Day. That's how y'all feel about Father's Day. I understand. I understand 100%. Y'all, they some haters. But before I go on, I do want to say happy Father's Day to any dads I got up in here, especially mine. 
know what I'm saying? Like, I always, for any Father's Day, I, I you know, I got a notification from Facebook memories and whatnot where they, they pulled, they, uh, I had dad on the show. Dad and Julian was on the show a few years back in which one of the, uh, one of the dopest lines from that show, we in, I interviewed a, a veterinarian and you know, she was on for half the show, but then, you know, I, to me, Julian and Pops, we kind of kind of had a conversation. We were talking about passwords and how how we really hate having to change passwords over and over again. Like, I know why. I know the why. You just hate to have to do it. And that you done came up with all the, you know, different kind of variations of names, addresses, you know, family members, dogs, old girlfriends, whatever you use, you still get to a point where you feel like you done ran out of passwords. And Pops was like, he really hated when he got to, I wish I had the clip uploaded, but I don't. Where you get to, you you figure out a password that you know you hadn't used, and when you hit enter, it'd be like weak. I hate when they say weak, cause I'm like I I had to cycle through. Like if I if me personally, this is password option number thirty eight, not number one, not number one. But that was a solid. That was a solid. A one-liner from Pops. Solid one-liner. But, you know, I always take a moment to give my dad props and whatnot because he is by far, you know, one of the nicest people that that I know. Like, across the board. Across the board. One of the nicest people that I know. And it's not just because... It ain't just because he's nice to me. He's nice to a lot of people. It, it ain't too many people he ain't nice to unless you earn the other side. <laughs> you earn the other side. You, 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 you know what I'm talking about. But I don't know if he know this, but he the reason why I went bald before it was time for me to come on home. He was, one of, he was part of the reason. I don't know if I ever told him that. But I was, uh, before I went to Korea, I decided to go ahead and cut it on off. And, I, and part of my rationale was my dad's bald. We favored. He's still handsome. I should be able to pull it off. And that was. That was that was the reason. So I wasn't gonna be one of those guys out here with the Sherman Hemsley trying to trying to hold on too long. Like it was just one of those things where, you know, came on home. I came on home early, grew it back, cut it off again, grew it back again, cut it off again, grew it back again, and cut it off for the last time. But he was the one, like I was like, yo, my pop's handsome. We, we don't look too far off. Hey, I can pull it off. I can still pull. Let me go ahead and rock this ball here. Pops got a beard. Let me go ahead and pull him and rock my beard. You know what I'm saying? Like, he don't have a big one. He ain't no long. He, he don't do the long beard, but he always, 
he's always had a beard as long as I've as long as I've known as long as I've been alive except for one time I think it was back in we were living in we were living in Bellwood back in the day and he cut it off one time I asked him to cut it off one time I think he cut it off one time and <laughs> that was the last time he was like yeah I ain't doing that no more but I had to tell him all that, all that good stuff before I tell him the one story in which I, I was like, come on, Pops. And so, there was one time I was on the phone and I was venting. And I was venting like hell. Like, I was I was getting I was getting after it. It was recent. Like, it was within the foster, foster kid time frame. And I was venting. I was really getting after it. I was like, yo, this... Blah, 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 beep, beep, beep. Like it would be beeps if it was network TV. And I hear somebody laughing in the background. He in the car and I'm on speakerphone. Cussing away. Cussing away. I'm like, oh, come on, Pops, man. You you got me cussing in front of Gene and whatnot. Like I didn't know that. Like I used to always on speakerphone. You gotta tell people when you got them on speakerphone. And his response was, oh, she already know how you are. Which lets me know that this is not my first time I've been cussing on speakerphone in front of other people. <laughs> like, I'm just, like, I wouldn't, like, now I can cuss to her. What up, proud mama? And now I can cuss to her or in her vicinity, and I know that she's not going to feel some kind of way about it. But at the same time, if she didn't know that I cussed like I cussed, then she still wouldn't know. But that speakerphone, they just put it, put it all on blast and I ain't got to hide it no more. Now, here, this is the other part. This, other, this is one of the byproducts of that. When she see me, she be wanting me to pray at functions. The cussing dude. <laughs> she, she want me to pray now. I, I, I'm, I'm, hey, JCP, I, I want you to go ahead and get up here and pray. I think, I think she know it's gonna be quick. And she done took pops off of that duty, and now I, I've been part of that duty. But I can't, not all the time. I told her I had threatened her like, don't have me pray all the time. I, I do one to get it kicked off. And then it's somebody else's turn. Because if you keep asking me, it's going to be, thank you, God, for the trees. Thank you for the dirt and the grass. Thank you, dear Heavenly Father, for the bread that we're going to eat. And not just the white part of the bread, but the crust too, Lord Jesus. We want to thank you for the crispiness of the chicken, Lord Jesus. And somebody is going to stop me and be like, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> That's enough. And this will be your last time ever. This will be your last time ever. It's almost like, you know, when you're something that, something that women, some women don't like to do and they just do it wrong so that they don't be asked, they don't get asked to do it again. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I I go ahead, I do it. I do it because I love her and it's for the family. 
But at the same time, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> no, don't get beside yourself, because I, I get you. I get you. But, you know, my dad was a great, a, a super example of of what a dad should be. Always, always there to listen, lend advice. The only thing, like, the only thing, like, now is when I call him for advice as far as parenting goes. He don't have a whole lot of answers for that because, like, his primary answer is, y'all wasn't like that. I didn't have to deal with that. And I get it. I get it. And so fatherhood for me, Fatherhood for me, while it might be different for, for how it was for him, fatherhood for me leaves me reflecting a lot on my childhood with my brother and I and how things that we did, some of the thought processes that we had, you know, like, why, why is this kid doing this? Because this don't make sense. I know. I know I didn't do that. I know I thought, and we, all kids ain't the same. But I know, I know I ain't do that. Come on, man. Because most of the time they say your kids will pay you back for some stuff that you did when you was a kid. And I, I, okay, okay. But I know because I didn't make these. I'm getting paid back for some different stuff. This is some different stuff. And I find myself apologizing. Like, I apologize to my mom. Sometimes I call her pops and apologize to him. Like, hey, pops, hey, if I've ever lied to you about something real stupid, that's my bad. If I ever told one of those real disrespectful lies, like, I didn't eat no powdered donuts, but I got powdered donut dust all over my mouth and all down my shirt, I'm sorry for that. I'm real sorry. I find myself using a lot of the stuff that my dad say or told us to to the kids like hey y'all teach us how to parent you and you know it didn't make sense as the kid because I'm like how I'm going to teach you how to parent me how I'm going to teach you that you should know because you a dad already you a dad how you not going to know how to parent if you already a daddy and as a parent now, or pseudo parent, rental dad, or whatever you want to call me, it's it's one of those things in which, yes, these kids do teach us how to parent them. They do, like the boy, t- the boy has taught me that I can't be nice to him all the time. That I have to be a bad guy a lot of time. That I have to smack him with truth. And I can't just eat, I can't sugarcoat no truth to him. I gotta smack him with the truth. He gotta get the whole truth. And in the roughest of ways. But it also helps you understand self. You learn a lot about yourself when you're a parent. Like you understand your patience. And for some people that don't have it, good luck. Because this shit ain't for the week. And so as far as like, like I don't, I, I give kudos to anybody who's out here doing it by themselves. As a, as a father figure in these kids' life, the thing I look at is when my wife was gone for those five days, 
my only goal is for her to come back to three living kids. That was it. They ain't ate. had to be no healthier. They just couldn't be no worse than when she left. <laughs> they wasn't gonna be no worse. They wasn't gonna have no scratches, bruises, no no cast and no shit like that. But I just wanted to make sure that they were still alive when she got back. I had to make sure I was still alive when, when she got back because oh I was in a bad way. So like I was I'm talking about I was sitting up there like, yo, I'm sitting up here. I, these kids getting my all and there is a I want there's a horrible misconception about dads in general. There's some, there's some that are shitty. But it's a lot of dads that I know that I'm friends with that take care of their kids. That's there all the time. They do what's needed. So if anybody be like, yo, dads ain't shit and all this other stuff, or they dad, no, 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 it ain't that. It ain't all that. It ain't always that. He just don't like you no more. So you gotta talk you gotta talk about him. Like he can be a good dad and not be a good boyfriend. He can be a great dad and be a shitty husband. I'm sorry, some of it might end up. Some of it might, you know, cross over a little bit, but still good to them kids. Still good to them kids. You gotta, you gotta respect that part, even if you don't like you no more. Hey, at that point, it's a you problem. My mom's concerned that we still enjoyed our father, but my father, my dad allowed me to be me. Never, never stop you from doing that. What he tried to do was, hey, you need to be more helpful because that's gonna, that's gonna pay off. You need to be more helpful. You need to be available to help at all times because people need help. Don't get taken advantage of, but people need help, and you are gonna be available. I'm a volunteer. Told you, hey, I got, I got help right over here. Come on over here, Jason, Julian. Come on, <laughs> come on. And so, it's a lot of stuff that you learn about yourself. Like before, I became a, a girl dad. Never thought about changing diapers. Never thought about. Never thought about um, giving a baby girl a bath. Told that story last week, in which, hey, as far as I know, when I when I take baths, I wash everything. I just tried to apply that same knowledge to. Washing a baby girl. Wrong. You can't do that. You wash your baby. You can't wash everything. You can't put I, I didn't know you couldn't put soap in and on everything. <laughs> I had soap all in the box. That, that box was not gonna be working by the time she got to be eight. That's my bad. That's my bad. I also realized that you can't always brag on kids until they get it all the way down pat. Because if you brag on kids too early, they're going to show you that you shouldn't have. When wifey was gone, and I called her to brag that I was like, hey, the two-year-old girl, I taught her when she get up from the toilet, the little potty, 
too fast. Hey, she got up and I told her to clean up the little driplets that she had. She cleaned it up, boom, 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 threw it right in the, right in the toilet. I called her and bragged the first time she did it without me telling her. And it was a great, I, I felt proud. Look at me, look at Jason out here teaching, teaching these girls, man, I, I'm good. I'm a solid ass dad. Until she wiped the floor and then wiped her fox with the same tissue. I'm like, hold on, shh. I suck now, I'm not good. <laughs> I'm not good at this no more. Uh, I, thought, I thought I was good and then I'm not good no more. I didn't explain this correctly, like, hey, you can't go from the you can't go from the fox to the floor either. We got enough tissue that you can wipe the fox, throw it in the toilet, get you some more tissue, and wipe the floor. Yeah, cause see, when they said not the fox, yeah, because it's not a full wolf yet. See, everybody that's in this chat, all the all the ladies in the chat room, y'all got wolves, but she, they, baby girls got foxes. <laughs> that's how that works. But, and so, like, he said that it's a learning curve, and, you know, me and the wife are doing great. And we appreciate that. You know, the funny thing about foster parenting is you get them at, you get them at different times, right? And so, like, well, we got um, the two girls, and they're, like, one and two now. Like, we didn't, so we can still, you know, teach them certain things and kind of bring them up a certain way. It just depends on how long we have them. But, you know, with the boy, you know, he came in at seven. And so now, you know, that's seven years of stuff that, you know, we don't, we don't, we got to figure out how to, how to navigate. Well, the first girl that we get had when she came in at eight and she came in like the reason why I'm yelling at you and I didn't know how to deal with that what kid I, I never knew a kid that could talk to an adult like that so when, when I get a kid coming my house talking about the reason why I'm yelling at you I'm like hold on <laughs> let me, before you finish this let me bring let me get my phone out because I need to I need to deal with you in a way that I need to deal with you in a way that I would deal with somebody that I don't trust because I know at eight you know shit you done been through shit these two little girls they, they been through something cause they with me now they with us now but that eight year old she done been through some bad know some stuff and that part right there is a game changer and so I just I did I, I say all of that because I have to give Pops super major kudos for the level of patience that I have because that is that is that is the one thing that that is keeping this whole foster parenting thing afloat is the patience that I received from him because if it was up to my mom 
Oh, this whole foster parents thing will be over with. She be done hit him with a left hook, two to the body, and then, <laughs> and then they get to call them folks. But she she grew up rough like that. Like she was like, yo, you know, I'ma hit you. I'ma hit I'ma fix you with my hands. I'ma fix you with, with physical discipline. But you like you learn a whole lot of things like and a lot of it's entertaining. Kids, kids hit you. They hit you with so much stuff, and while you might be, you know, just going on, like the baby girls is what made me start working out again. They made me start working out. It's Jay. What up, though? Like they made me start working out because the baby girl was using my stomach. I was sitting on the couch. She was using my stomach for leverage. She stood on my stomach while I was sitting down. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's my stomach you sitting down? You, you trying to you put your foot on my stomach? You obviously felt like it was a ledge there. And you was going to use my stomach. I got to work out right now. Yeah, mine's it be quick to say I slap on the sleep. Mom's my, I had, listen, I went to go visit mom one day and I had her dying laughing because I was like, yeah, you was always talking about sending us to the moon without a rocket. We was going to be the only kids on the moon without a rocket. Because <laughs> she done knocked us up there. Like, that's what it is. That girl getting fit. What up, though? But they, uh, that, that was that was her thing, but when when baby girl started trying to stand on my stomach, I'm like, hold on, fam, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. That's so disrespectful. That's so disrespectful. Like this, this, that's what you, this, what you, this, what we doing now? You standing on my stomach? Get off me! <laughs> get get off me! This whole. This whole holding thing is over with. We are no longer having a moment. Get off me. You the last, uh, you the last one. <laughs> like, this, this ain't gonna, all right, I'm, I'm going in here. Baby, I need you to watch the girls for a minute. I gotta go do P90X. Yeah, I'm gonna do all 90 days of P90X within the first, uh, within a week. I got to. Because ain't nobody else gonna use my stomach for leverage. Bump that. <laughs> Hell no. But you learn stuff. You learn stuff when it comes to kids. Like, my buddy just became a second kid father. Well, they ain't had the baby yet. But I found, I found out I went to a I went to a baby sprinkle this weekend. I didn't know what a baby. Do y'all know what a baby sprinkle is? Can somebody in the chat room tell me what a baby sprinkle is? Because I went to one. And when my wife, my wife planned it for one of her good friends, and she she said, we, we're going to a baby sprinkle. And I said, what the what the hell is a baby sprinkle? She said it was, it was like a baby shower, but smaller. 
just just say y'all want to have a party. Like just just say y'all want to have another party where y'all gonna bring a few diapers and some other stuff that y'all not using no more. Robbie family for what up though or Roby. Like just just say y'all want to have another party. Y'all want to go out and hang out. Like that's fine. Close family only for sprinkles. <laughs> Pre-pregnancy parties. Like, they was like, yeah, so when you have your first kid, it's a shower. And when you have your second kid, you have a sprinkle. But now they they like seven years apart. So it's a come on man. So what's kid number three? A baby missed? Kid number four, we're gonna have a baby condensation. Baby number five, we're gonna have a baby droplet. And baby number six, leave us all the hell alone. Y'all gonna keep putting them 10 toes in there and we don't wanna be a part. We ain't donating no more diapers. You got enough. You got enough. You got a starting lineup in a six man. Like, you got a whole hockey starting five. Starting six. You're not doing this. Don't call me no more when, when you out here just gonna keep putting these ten toes in there. You got enough stuff left over. We had a good time at the baby sprinkle. My wife made me break some laws at the, on the way to the baby sprinkle. I wanted to make sure that we was on time because it was important for her to have us there on time. No more parties after baby number three. So after the mist, it's, it's over with. Number four ain't getting no condensation or nothing. You know, y'all just gonna have whole hand-me-downs. All right, I get it. I get it, that makes sense. That makes sense. But Baby Sprinkle kind of threw me off because that was, I don't think I had ever heard of that before. I never heard of that. Like, dudes just be like, just let me know when the baby coming, I'll be there. We ain't gotta have no party. It was two dudes there. The the driver, the dude who, he, he didn't even drive. The dude who got the the baby sprinkle uh, I don't even know what to call it the lady who the baby sprinkle was for he was the one that got her there and then it was me we was the only two adult males guys are included now for what entertainment that's all I did was tell jokes I tell jokes the whole time <laughs> just kind of one of these, like, uh, I don't know how much I have to, to contribute to this cause other than a few diapers and some jokes. That's it. That's all I got. That's all I got. We ain't got a whole lot to contribute. My buddy already contributed enough. That's why she in this position now. That's why we having a sprinkle. And my buddy was contributing. In the bedroom. They had them 10 toes in there again. 
was out here shooting the club up. Being all reckless. Speaking of reckless, before and I had to, you know what? I was surprised at the reaction that I got from my wife. So this Aisha Curry. I'm trying to make sure because I ain't even writing no notes down for Aisha Curry. I wanted this one to be raw. I Ice Curry. She was on the show. I don't know the name of the show. I can't think of it. Whichever one that got the one of the Maori twins on there. On this show, I'm just setting the scene. There was a, a shirtless waiter dude that came from the back and was bringing out drinks. Dude was shirtless, so he was mildly buff, probably about my size, I see it. But uh, <laughs> she she was pretending to take her ring off when this dude was walking up. And that pretending, that little joke, that playing or whatever, Spark some social media outrage. And my wife was on board with it. She was like, you know what? I agree. I agree with y'all being mad at her because of the image that she tried to portray. But you can't do that. Look, yikes. Yeah, absolutely. You can't. Come on. It's one thing. It's one thing if you, if Buddy came out and she would start fanning herself or whatever. Buddy came out and she was acting like she was like, I'll risk it all. First of all, hey, if Steph Curry, y'all know how y'all know how much flack that Chance the Rapper got when he was out there dancing on the beach, had old girl dancing on him on the beach for his birthday. They told him a new one. You can't be dancing on other women like that when you married. You can't be doing that when you married. Okay. But at the same time, listen. You, <laughs> you look, she out here, they got still shots of her doing like this, taking a ring off. With her, with her big face. I don't know why. Yeah, she must be mixed with uh, Korean or something. She got she got the Korean, she got the Korean pie face. But you know, it's just it's just certain stuff. It's just certain stuff that I don't feel like you can do, even as a joke. Even as a joke, like it's, it's certain things that you know if Steph. You know what? As a matter of fact, if you, 
Y'all can look it up. I think it was in 20... It was in one of those years. In one of those championship, Golden State championship years. And I want to say it was the one before Kevin Durant. It was the one before Kevin Durant. It was this lady. It was this lady that was in the stands that was... She was an IG model, I believe, but she was eyeballing. She was eyeballing Steph. She was at every home game. She was eyeballing the hell out of Steph. And you could tell, like, the the lust was oozing from every picture that was taken of this chick. And, you know, you know, it was a big deal. It was a big deal. Like, everybody was like, yo, who is this? Who is this? Who is this woman? Stop on. Who is this woman that you are? That, that is at the game? We do not know her. That is not Aisha. You gotta answer those questions. Even in my greatest African voice. You gotta answer those questions, y'all. And it wasn't that he was hugging her or seen looking at her or anything like that. She was just at the game. He had taken the ball out. And she was like, mm. she had that look. She had this look. She was going, she was, she had the I risk it all. She had the Aisha who look on her face. She had the, I look better than her. Look on her face. If I'm being honest, she did. She did look better than Aisha Curry, but you know, that's his wife. Steph remained respectful. But dudes can't be out here. Dudes can't be out here being reckless like that because they gonna get roasted in a different kind of way. But I did see this real funny. I just saw this real funny, like, it was a highlight clip of Shaq and Kobe throwing alley-oops to each other. And the caption said, the caption said, <laughs> how Jada Pinkett and Aisha Curry go back and forth disrespecting their husbands. And it was, <laughs> and it was Shaq throwing lobs to Kobe and Kobe throwing lobs back to Shaq. Come on, man. This shouldn't be a thing. Now, do I believe that? Do I believe, like, if I, I don't know what, what up, Twan? I don't know what a relationship would be like. I don't know what, you know what, let me take that back. I do know. If, I, if this thing, if y'all help this thing blow up, and then I got to a point where I had real groovy fans like that. I am not going to put myself in a position in which anybody can say, hey, Jay was out here messing up. Did you see how he was hugging that fan? He gave a full body hug to that fan with that yakka, yakka, yakka. Like, I'm not going to be on that. But I also, I also expect if if my wife blew up from it too, I also expect for her not to be out here 
being reckless, acting like she's taking her damn ring off when a naked dude, when a naked dude come on the set. This is messed up the part about that headline. The headline called fam a waitress. The headline said waitress. I'm like, why is she taking her ring off for a waitress? And then you see this, uh, <laughs> you see this, you see the dude come from the back and it's like, oh, oh. Yeah, she bogus for that. I had to have some words. Hey, so baby, how'd that thing go while you was on TV today? Because you, <laughs> I don't know why they had, so tell me about this ring thing. Yeah, 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 I intentionally got it. Two sizes too small, so then when they, when they got stuck, I wanted it to get stuck. Don't make me talk to you again. Cue the Ike Turner. Turn around. Cause you gonna you gonna have to have that. You have to have that turnaround. You have to cue the Ike Turner turnaround. Like, hold on. Anime. You take that damn ring off. You better sing the song right. Yo, I do not advocate domestic violence at all. I also do not advocate disrespecting marriage. So we're going to figure out how to reconcile these two things. Let's be let's be respectful now. Let's be respectful, Aisha. Please and thank you. This is this is part of what we said when we stood up in front of a lot of family members. Some of them we ain't even like. Honor and obey, but honor that was not honorable. Let's go ahead and put that out there. That was not honorable. But look, good people, I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Y'all been dope, man. Y'all always dope. Always dope. And this show, this show was brought to you by the 710 Print Shop. We can go ahead and make this shirt. Look, if you got a family that you are proud of, you got a family you are proud of and you want your last name on the shirt, family versus everybody, whether it's Rodriguez, Williams, Jones versus everybody, go ahead and hit me up at www.the17printshop.com. Go ahead and take care of you. That is www.the17printshop.com. T-H-E-710 P-R-I-N-T-S-H-O-P dot com Go ahead and holler at your boy and until next time y'all be safe out in these streets Happy Juneteenth Happy Father's Day to all those dope ass fathers out there I'm out